Oh, hey there. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. That's maybe the last time I'm ever going to say that. Now, don't get excited. I have a special announcement to make regarding the show. International Waters has been around since 2012. It's an eternity in podcast time. In its nearly seven-year run, it has undergone some notable changes. We brought on new producers, new writers. Uh, I was a new host a couple years in. Uh, this is all to say that International Waters is evolving. We're not going away. We're just declaring our independence. It's all going to be L.A.-based from here on. We're going to continue to evolve. After this episode, the writers and the producers of the show and I are going to embark on the next iteration of International Waters it's going to be International Waters 2.0, but that's probably not the name. Uh, we are very excited to bring you the latest version of the show. I don't want to reveal too much at the moment. It's very top secret. We're all still working on it. But I can tell you, IW 2.0 is going to have a new name, new ground rules. We will still be bringing you a fast-paced battle for pop culture supremacy. It will still appear in your podcast feed. You don't have to do anything to subscribe to the new version. We're very excited. Uh, so... For the last time, let's play International Waters. Uh, 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 no, you don't sing the theme tune anymore. So I've got to I've got to come to LA to be on this show again. That's uh, correct. Yeah, yeah. We, we need you here anyway. Travel will not be compensated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Guests of international waters you stay work at their local. friends' houses. <laughs> uh, that voice you just heard is a member of the sketch troupe, the Penny Dreadfuls, and co-host of the Alternative Comedy Memorial Society. Our old pal, IW favorite, Tom Talk. Hello, hello, Dave. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Yes, not so bad. Not so bad. It's uh. It's a bitter, bitter cold night in uh, really? in London. Uh, express it to me in Celsius. In Celsius, it's about, it's about seven. I don't know what that means. Uh, also playing for the country whose electorate has grabbed it by the wrist and is making it punch itself while going, quick punching yourself. Why are you punching yourself? International Waters alumna and comedy writer extraordinaire Sarah Morgan. Ahoy, hoy. Hello, Dave. Oh, hi, Sarah Morgan. How are you? I'm good. As someone who mm -hmm. worked on the show for five years... Five years. I'm excited Five by the future for years. International Waters. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm wiping the a tear from my eye and I'm excited. Yeah. Can I just I'm say I, I appreciate the um, correct uh, conjugation and uh, uh, gendering of alumnus there. Thank you very much. <laughs> I did not go to the Thank posh school you. that Tom went to, so I do not know very if much. that was correct, but I appreciate it. Thank you. My number one pet peeve, a thing that absolutely sends me through the roof, is when somebody, like a professional writer, will call a single person an alumni of Oh, somewhere. God. Do, oh, it's like Trivial Pursuit and Trivial you, Pursuit. Oh. Do you know mm. when you know, someone says, um, that really begs the question, and you go, mm. that is not what you mean. Hate it, Tom. Hate it, Tom. Once and for all, explain what begs the question means. It, to Let's answer, settle this. To answer the question... Um, using information only contained within the question, thereby saying nothing. Right. It begs an answer from the question. Mm -hmm. I feel like an asshole right now. Team UK, <laughs> I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time, at around the moment of the final international water. So make it good. Tom had a good one. What was it? Mace. 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 
Like mace, like like you spray, or mace like Puff Daddy's protege, or what? Uh, no, ma- mace like the um, medieval implement of hitting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ceremonial the ball stick on the with a thing on the end. Yeah, the, the, oh. there is a mace in the uh, the Houses of Parliament in the House of Commons um, right. that sits. If you ever seen footage of the House of uh, House of Commons, Big you know, the you green know, sofas. The, you know, there's green sofas to the left, green sofas to the right, and there's a table in the middle, and on the table there's a mace. And because we are a ludicrous Disney country, <laughs> if that mace isn't there, um, none of what happens in Parliament matters. And during a, a, a Brexit debate the other day, um, someone picked it up. Um, and that was major news. <laughs> Jesus, we're all crazy and we always have been. And it just like it's just been a series of sort of faint non-binding agreements that have kept us sane for the last <laughs> 50 years-ish. Yeah. Everything is chaos. Until someone came around and just like, I'm not going to bind by any of these agreements. Yeah. Oh, That's I don't like, have to do this. Yeah. I don't have to do this. I'm going to slam tables and walk out of rooms. Yeah. Imagine being <laughs> that resolute about shit that's not embarrassing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, Mace, I'll take it. Playing for the nation that has already broken every single one of its New Year's resolutions, like treating better and being less racist. It is comedian and head writer of our show, Riley. Silverman. Ooh, Hello. Hello, Riley Silverman. How are you? I, I have been less racist still. Like mm-hmm. that is I've been good about that. But okay. yeah, not eating better. I'm eating okay. so much fried chicken this year. Really? Well uh, it's a hot time for fried chicken. Yeah, hot hot time for hot chicken. Hot time for hot <laughs> hot chicken. Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give the uh, listener a peek behind the curtain. Sure. You did write this script. I did. So <laughs> theoretically you may know some of the answers. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put that on me, but yeah. But you wrote it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And a lot has happened since then. That's true. I'll uh-huh. bring us down for both of us. Okay, great. It's almost yeah, what if like, like points yeah. don't matter on this podcast. What? I'm sorry, I've let light in on magic after eight years. Yeah. Also, since we're cutting the UK part loose after this one, you're probably going to win. I'm just going to let you know that right <laughs> up top. Blame for the US. We'll it is comedian. It. And <laughs> I also wrote the last round just for Sarah. Yay! So I think Perfect. that's also Perfect. Part of how we're going to win. We're still going to have fun. Also, playing for the US, comedian and friend of the show, Valerie Tossi. Hi. Hi. Hi, hello. Good, how are you? Mm. Well, I'm having a little uh, raspberry zinger. I could not be happier. So posh. (laughs) So posh. Uh, How were your holidays? They were great. I stayed in town, and uh, for for Christmas, I decided to be a real white trash American and uh, went to Vegas for Christmas. Ooh, you're not the only person I know who did that this year. It was the most fun. Yeah. Uh, Was a total degenerate. Uh, Me and my boyfriend, who was also from Boston, wore all of our Boston gear and Uh uh, created horrible characters and just went around as... uh, (laughs) Aunt Brenda and Uncle Schmitty, and we're real pieces of trash. Love and it. it was Valerie, great. I love it. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you how L.A. it is, too, that you said I stayed in town, but you went to Las... Like, like for you, going to Las Vegas still counts as staying in town. It's a car ride. It counts. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's in the general area. It's like you went yeah, to the yeah, mall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love it. Uh, U.S., what's your buzz in word? I, what do you think? Think shutdown? I, yeah, I wrote shutdown. Yeah. I wrote, yeah. Or... Shutdown versus mace. Oh, yeah, you've yeah. got some news going on over there. Wow. How yeah, is it, it turns out. Don't, don't we, we always? I saw Joshua Tree got, like, trashed by oh, people. I'm so pissed people about it. I've like, never been. Joshua Tree. Well, now you can't. Christmas lights from yep. shit. I learned the word furlough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not a great time. It's not a great time. No. And by we the time we also learn the word furlough as a country. Shutdown. Versus Mace, let's play 
international waters. We're going to start the show, as always, with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine a hedgehog meeting a cactus and thinking it was a cucumber doing a mean-spirited impression. (laughs) Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, competitive eating news. The World Pie Eating Championship is currently taking place in Wigan? Wigan? Is that how Wigan. Wigan. Wigan? Oh, bless. It's much worse. <laughs> and uh, there's it's, been controversy. It's in the title of a George Orwell book. You should know how to pronounce it. Mm, yeah, well, there you go. I don't. Uh, <laughs> there's been some controversy. Some contro- I don't know how to say controversy either. As the organizers have banned meat and potato pies in favor of chicken. One former champion has complained, saying chicken is less demanding and requires a completely different and less challenging technique for meat and potato. The introduction of chicken means lower-level weekend competitors will be mixing it with the elite group. Pissed off competitive eaters. What could be funnier? But the main reason that they have given for this meat swap outrage is nothing to sniff at. What is the official reason for the change? Uh, mace, is this about climate yeah. change? Is this about methane from pigs and cows and such like and whatnot? You're close. Farts, animal manure and such like and whatnot. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying whimsical English things. Uh, Sarah, you did. I think you might have very, like, lightly... You, you were near it, so I'm going to give you the point. Um, and here's the thing. The, the word I'm about to say is the only word I hate to say. Oh. It is the only word that in my world it feels like a swear. Oh. I've never liked it. I've never liked the people who – from when I was a child, other boys yeah. who said it, I was like, no. You and I have no future as friends. However, it's in the script, so I have to say it. The <laughs> answer is so that there would be less farting. I said methane. That's the same. You said, oh, farts as like a yeah. – like a- Exclamation! Yeah. Oh, oh, in a good place kind of way. No, I, I meant as in farts, as in animal methane <laughs> yeah. farts. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there, there will be less farts. of that. I'm not. Dave, I'm, I'm, no, with, no, I'm no, with you. I'm with you on the F word because um, I have I a tiny it. child and I yeah. don't like that word. And also, we have the perfectly good word Trump here for that, and there it's just, it's coming to its own. Uh, when for you have a child, very reason. We yeah. also oh. have a snooker player called Trump, and I, I, th- I feel he's really been hit badly by <laughs> your your <laughs> politics. When someone think of yeah. the snooker players, <laughs> mm. but yeah, so it'll be less of what I said. Uh, the organizers, uh, organizers have said it's uh, both to make it more pleasant for the audience. Thank you, and also for environmental reasons, mm-hmm. which makes the World Pie Championships organizing committee more forward looking than most world leaders. For a bonus point, tell me about a time your body has uh, done something that left you embarrassed. Anyone? Shut down. Uh, oh, yeah. Riley? I had, okay, so I, I was on a, a family uh, vacation when I was like like junior high age, so like height of most embarrassed life mm-hmm. you can possibly have. And I was on a road trip with my parents driving down Big Sur, and like it's like a big windy, windy road, and I'd had this big cheeseburger for lunch, oh, no. and I got really, really sick, mm-hmm. and all over myself, all over this rental car that we were driving up and down the road on, and... Uh, we didn't know what to do because we're out in the middle of nowhere and I'm just like covered in my lunch and which I I hate this topic as much as you hate the F word but then we had to pull over and we ended up just like pulling over in front of this like big house and there was a guy with a hose who was like closing <laughs> off the like like the, the oh, end of his no. driveway and my dad had to convince this stranger to just hose down the car and me oh. that we had just Riley. so i to this day like whenever i hear the words big sir i like get like 
embarrassed. Oh. I remember like whenever I had like a high school girlfriend or whatever, my parents would like tease me like they were going to bring up the Big Sur story. And I was like, oh. don't do that. Oh, like, oh. No. yeah. Wow. That's going to be tough to beat. Anyone? Shut down. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the F word again. I'm oh, so no. sorry. <laughs> I was at uh, my ex-boyfriend. I went to a film premiere of a short that he had done. And uh, I kept going in and out because I had horrible, I had horrible gas. Oh, no. But I also was uh, smoking pot. <laughs> and so we all went to go outside after his, uh, they had like announced the winners and stuff and he had won. And it was very exciting. And then we were going out and there was a door guy by the door and he stopped me and he goes, I know it's you. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, excuse me? And I'm thinking it's because of smoking pot. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get busted for smoking pot. And he goes, you're super he goes every time you walk by, <laughs> I can smell it. I know it was you. Oh, no. And I was like, I, and then he goes, and he leans in, he goes, I know you're the one that's farting. <laughs> and this was in front of my oh. boyfriend and like all of his friends. And I was just like, oh, I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I didn't do it. And then he, of course, my boyfriend did not come to my aid. And he goes, well, did you? <laughs> I was like, you are oh, a I mean, a he smelled it, so he must have dealt it? Is that I Oh, oh <laughs> it was mortifying. That uh, was awful. Yeah. 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 And um, anyone in the on. UK ever been embarrassed? <laughs> yes, Tom? Yes. Um, uh, my front door then has like- a... That's not a euphemism. No, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has a like a cage, yeah. oh. so so there's like a like a, a, a thing you unlock. Oh, like that... a screen door. Well, no, it's it, it, it's it's corrugated iron, you know. Right. Like, um, and if you forget your keys and close the front door, you are then locked in a cage. So I was locked yeah. in my cage, you know, okay. like a cool dude. And I don't know if you right. know much about the digestive health of um, relatively successful comedians. But it's not strong, and I was there for two hours. Oh, no. And we don't have much in the cage, mate, just our recycling. <laughs> um, and I just had to shit in a bag. <laughs> oh, oh. No. oh, What sort no. of bag was it, mate? It's a plastic bag. Like a carrier bag? Oh. Like a carrier oh. bag. Like a 5p carrier oh. bag. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that's a shame. Oh wow! At least it's Sarah, biodegradable. Oh. Can you make me feel better. Uh, I mean, I think. Well, actually, I think mine's quite magical. So I am. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think compared to. Did you fart uh, on a unicorn? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing people are into. Um, I, uh, I, uh, when I had my child, I breastfed my child, and my child, um, as is a completely normal response, your body uh, responds to the frequency of your child crying, a high pitched yeah. frequency. Uh, a thing that my body did, my breasts did, uh, was also respond to any high-pitched frequency. So I went to see, I, you know, I'd left my child after she'd just been born. I went out for a rare, you know, first night out after having a kid. And I went to see the comedian Bridget Christie, who was a friend of the show. And a police car went past the venue and the frequency of the police siren uh, made my tits explode. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I essentially wow. just oh lactated God. over an entire theatre, and it was quite. What was lovely about it, it was it was quite low risk in the sense that was it was it in a, time with the siren. Was it like woo? Yeah, it was woo. like the, the wail of it just made my body go. It's feeding time, and I went off. 
Um, oh, wow. and, Amazing. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, but but what was lovely about it is it's, it's it was it was a low, the stakes weren't that high in the sense that it's Bridget Christie. She's a lovely comedian. No one really knows. But if they had, it would have been like a nice feminist kind of atmosphere. I think people would have been very supportive of the whole thing. Um, but I told my friend Alice Lowe, the filmmaker, about this, and 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 she was writing the movie Prevenge. And, uh, and I said she should absolutely use it in her film. And so in the film Prevenge, there's a key moment where the cops show up and the character lactates spontaneously to some sirens. And I was just really happy I could give my friend like a really cool thing to put in her film. So <laughs> in a way, it is magical. And if wonderful. you haven't seen that movie, do see that movie. It's a very good movie. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, your tits go Beautiful. off when sirens happen, uh, when you have a baby. No one tells you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. The points go to Sarah. Yeah, that's what they do. Listen. I've gone Let's off move again. on. Question number two. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, <laughs> Birds of a feather news. We did a story about a parrot who got his owners in a heap of trouble by too accurately mimicking the sound of a fire alarm. Well, it seems another parrot in the UK named Rocco has cost his new owners quite a bit because of something else he has decided to start imitating. Teams, what is Rocco doing? Mace. Shut down. Uh, US got in there by, by a nose. Uh, is he imitating the sound of an orgasm? No, that would be super cool. I know. Uh, UK. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Well, I, I, I was I was going to say infidelity, which is very... <laughs> no, it is... I can tell you it's nothing in in the sex category. Aww. Uh, uh, then I have nothing. A, how, a burglar alarm? Car alarm? I'm just going to keep saying alarms. Um. No, no, <laughs> no. Three, two... Shutdown? Yeah. Just screaming? Like no. human screaming? Ordering from Alexa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That creepy oh, bitch. funny. Yeah, the African gray parrot who had previously been kicked out of a wildlife sanctuary, sanctuary <laughs> due to his potty mouth has now learned to communicate with his new owner's Alexa, and he has ordered himself treats off of Amazon. He also successfully placed an order for strawberries and a watermelon and tried to order ice cream, light bulbs, and a kite. So he's <laughs> building uh, some sort of Rube Goldberg situation. Uh, for a bonus point, did you ever accidentally cost someone else, like your parents or friends or a teacher, a sum of money? Well, there was a rental car in Big Sur that uh, yeah. they, had a, they lost a deposit there on. Was some hosing. Uh, Mace? Uh, okay. Yes, UK. I, I, I cost the local education authority in Yorkshire some money um, yeah. because student fees when I went to university were relatively high and you have to fill out a form to see if you get any money from the local education authority. And because my stepfather never legally adopted me, I didn't have to declare his income. So I went to university for free. <laughs> Thanks, Leeds. Wow. Wow. That's good. That's awesome. That's a great scam. Anyone else? I cost my parents student, like, student loans for oh, me to go to college. That yeah. was pretty embarrassing. What a waste that was in my, in my situation. <laughs> yeah. Lord have mercy. You know what? Preemptively, the, the points are going to Tom. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Oh, boy, the last U.S. versus U.K. matchup, and the U.K. is running oh, away with it. They've got four. The U.S. has zero at all. I didn't get Riley, anything you're for the, writing I didn't get anything stuff. for the... Not a thing. The Not hose thing. down? Nope. Nothing Not for the hose down. Not all right. Sorry. It's just further embarrassing me. That's right. Now it's time for a round that we are calling hashtag Cinemaritime. Uh, the ice yes. caps are melting. Sea levels are rising. We are powerless to do anything, and uh, we're all going to be underground uh, in November. Uh, but here at International Waters, we are going to do something. We're going to do a hashtag game. After the flood, what films are we going to watch? We want you to take our entertainment, adapt it for the maritimes that are coming. So we're talking uh, The Codfather, parts one, two, and three. Uh, Eleven Oceans, 
Uh, or you can uh, double up on an already sea-based film and go for something like uh, Aquamanatee. Buzz in with your buzz in words when you have some. Shut down. U.S. The squids are all right. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yes. Uh, Mace. Yes, UK. I got a Christmas coral, a Muppets Christmas coral, <laughs> and for Riley, because I know she's a fan, the lesbian period drama, Coral. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Five points. Uh, shut down. Mace. Yes. Oh, wait. US. I have a starfish is born. Ah, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. Damn it. Ah, take that, Mace. That? Oh. Motherfucker. Amazing. <laughs> oh. Amazing. That's the only thing I remember for that moving. Yeah, Mace. Down. US. Hold on. US. Uh, four herrings in a funeral. <laughs> yes. UK. Anchovy uh, for vendetta. <laughs> I love it. Bulletproof monkfish. <laughs> yes. Shut, Shut down. down. Uh, you've got whale. Yes. I had the fishmonger's guide to the galaxy. Oh, <laughs> that was for Sarah. Uh, another of you, babe. Uh, Monty Python's Life of Brine. Yes. <laughs> Two points for that one. The World According to Carp. Yes. Oh, that's a great one. That's very good. Tokyo uh, Driftwood. The Lost Coys. Yeah. Magic. The Lost Coys. Yes. All right. I have Stop one it. that I have one, one that final. I think is such a pathetic one that I have to put it out. Okay. I have Wawa Land, like water Wawa oh, Land. Oh, nice. <laughs> one, All right, like one Ellen Keller saying water Land. One begrudging this point. Is, this is a bit Hold on, a... wait. UK wanted to get in there. Can I have uh, Requiem for a Bream? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and Black Clamsman. I'll shut up now. All right. <laughs> uh, I need stretch, I need to but... say Tuna Fast, Tuna Furious. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, I wish I followed that with Tokyo Driftwood. That would have been perfect. Uh, My fair trade lady. (laughs) Yes. Wait, isn't that more coffee? Sleeping with the anemone. Stopping. I'm just saying. This punalanche. Shadow Halibut. A quiet place. Okay. I never get to play. I know. All right. All right. Oh, Oh, the UK's got 22. The US has 12. Well, because, yeah, Sarah had three in a row that were golden. What a recovery. (laughs) This is um, such BS. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My Uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. A new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for maximum fun. And we're back. You're listening to International Waters. I am Dave Holmes with us playing for the US of A, Riley Silverman and Valerie Tossi over there in the United Kingdom, holding it down for one last time, Sarah Morgan and Tom Tuck. We are chinking our Cronenbergs. Oh, that's very sweet. Godspeed you, International Waters. So mad at my raspberry zinger now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a round uh, that is a returning favorite that we call the special relationship nearly wed game. Mm-hmm. It's patterned after the classic game show from an era where the phrase making whoopee was all you needed to be edgy. Now you go to the favorite with your mom and then it's <laughs> <sighs> munching for two solid hours and you got to like explain <laughs> things. 
Olivia Coleman is, a, you know, she's literally holding this country together at the moment. So, oh my God, she's the greatest oh, of all time. God, she's all I, we have. Can you make sure you send her back? Don't like keep her. Because <laughs> yeah. you've had her for quite a while. Yeah. You've done a lot with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well she's your queen now, so yeah. Anyway, so here's the deal. We have asked each of our guests to answer a series of questions prior to the show pertaining to their favorite things about their rival country's culture. Now we're going to ask their rival teams, who have gotten to know them extremely well. To see if they can accurately guess those answers, I will award points based on how I feel. Uh, Riley Silverman, what is Sarah Morgan's favorite American food item? Uh, I'm going to say American breakfast, like bacon and eggs and toast and eggs cooked how you want them cooked as opposed to what the chef in England forces upon you. I see. Sarah? It's it's almost like I've brunched with Riley. Uh, Yeah, pancakes. I've given up meat because I'm better than you, but yeah, I've, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, pancakes. One point for Riley, one fewer point. For, uh, for Sarah Morgan, for making me feel bad for not being vegan. <laughs> should I have lied? Yep. Uh, yes, you should have. Tom Tuck, who is Valerie Tossi's favorite British musician or band? Um, Sting. <laughs> Sting. What, are we still on the water puns? What is he warm? <laughs> not even close. What is it? Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Valerie, did I know that about you? I don't know. I'm pre- I love him. They're the best. They are the best. Yeah. Uh, okay, Valerie Tossi, who is Tom Tuck's favorite American actor? Oh, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I know I mean, this is a wrong. solid answer. Uh, Tom Tuck. Um, he's been say? in a film with Tom Cruise, and uh, but he's now dead. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, it's because you love heroin. Yeah. Yep. A point to Tom <laughs> oh Tuck for God. reminding me of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Sarah Morgan, what is Riley Silverman's favorite British sitcom? Oh, God. Oh, it's too hard. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Peep Show because it's just come up. And it's got Olivia Coleman in. You know, it's funny is she wasn't favorite actor in the earlier question. But mm-hmm. uh, sitcom is The Inbetweeners. Not oh, the Inbetweeners. interesting. Uh, Riley, what is Tom Tuck's favorite American sport? Uh, I am going to go with baseball. Because I don't think you would. I think football gets confusing, and there's mm-hmm. a whole mental gymnastics you have to do. And uh, baseball is exotic yeah. in a fun way. Tom Tuck, uh, you are exactly wrong. Oh, oh. what um, is it? Baseball is my least favorite American sport by by <laughs> oh. some considerable distance. It's a terrible sport to to watch. But my favorite sport would 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 actually be football with basketball close second. Fair Interesting. enough. Check you out being all jockey and stuff. Um, uh, Tom Tuck, go Saints. <laughs> well, yeah. Who may I say is calling? That's their thing, the New Orleans Saints. Um, Valerie Tossi, what is Sarah Morgan's favorite American tourist attraction? I'm going to say Dollywood. <laughs> if it's not, it should be. I bet oh, that's, that's a good choice. That's, that's a good right. choice. It's not right. I think I said Statue of Liberty, just because at the moment, no, like, bullshit. you know. Do you want to change your answer no, to Dollywood? No, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, give you us know, a I mean, give us a pity you know, point. What it represents <laughs> is kind of cool, and also sure. Ghostbusters 2, which is an underrated film. Oh, okay. Yeah. But would you that. actually take the boat over and stand in line and go up in the crown and all that kind of shit? No, but you can see it from, like, most places in New York. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, Sarah Morgan, what is Valerie Tossi's favorite British historical event? <laughs> oh, that's a lot of events. We've got a lot, a lot more history than you. That's not fair. Um, oh, what up, Dig? Oh, yeah. no, I mean... Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. on. I know. Uh, Stonehenge? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Stonehenge. Historical event. The historical event of 
Stonehenge. Yeah. You uh, did not have to go that far back. I was really scrambling and panicked and said the royal wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're brand new as a country. Of course you like brand new things. Yay. That's pretty good. Uh, Finally, a lightning round. I'm just going to go down the line. I want each, each of you to tell me what you wrote down as your favorite weird way of pronouncing a word. I will give points to my favorite. Riley, you may begin. I got to go with aluminium. Aluminium is aluminium. so weird. Yep. Yeah. It, there's no I in there. I mean, not where they say the I. There is an I. Is that supposed to be aluminum? Yeah. Yeah, aluminum. They say aluminium. Do you ever hear such a thing? No. It's crazy. I like it better with aluminium because it's aluminium. more fun to say. It's fun to say because you can't say yeah. aluminum. That's too much. Yeah. But you have to say aluminium. Uh, Tom, what's yours? Um, can I ask you a question, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Would you um, name for me the premier... Uh, soccer uh, international championship. I believe that would be the the World Cup. Damn it! <laughs> Why? What oh, you disproved my he, theory. He, he, tried, he tried too hard. <laughs> well, so many Americans stress the wrong bit of a two-word phrase. Um, Do people say the World Cup? World Cup. They say World Cup. And cream cheese. It's not cream cheese. <laughs> oh, it's I say cream cheese, cheese that is creamy. The cream you you, you yeah. don't land on the modifier. Uh, you know, sweet I potato. Feel like I, I, feel like I, I feel like I give them both the same emphasis. Cream yeah. cheese. Oh, I say cream, cream cheese for sure. But I say World Cup. Okay, well As then does I'll, everyone I know. Dave, Dave yeah. that's because you're an Anglophone. Most Americans do say World Cup, and it's really friendly weird. fire, sweet potato. What <laughs> you want about? Oh, I see. Oh. Okay, yeah. that okay. is a delightful impersonation of an American. Yeah. <laughs> sweet potato. Yeah. <laughs> Always going on and on about our sweet potatoes. Yep. Uh, Call me yams, Valerie. <laughs> what's yours? Uh, I said vitamin. Oh, I, like oh, I like vitamin. vitamin. That's a good one. I vitamin. do too. Yeah, because it makes me think of the old "I love Lucy" bit. Like it would be vitamin to vegemin, or oh, right. Oh, so it's like yeah. always remember to take your vitamins. <laughs> uh, Sarah Morgan, oh, what's yours? Oh God, this is so arrogant, but I really like the way Americans say my name as one syllable. Sarah. Is it Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah, it's like Sarah. No one oh, in yeah. the UK says my name. Sarah. It's Sarah. Yes, it has two syllables, but I like the way it just it flows. Yeah. Sir. Yeah, we just get the first couple oh, of letters okay. out, and then we, yeah, uh, get and we trail gist. off. Sir. Yeah. I love it. But I'm also yeah. in love with Sarah Paulson, so maybe I've just like said Sarah a lot. <laughs> Sarah. Uh, the points go to Tom Tuck for that one. He's really giving me something to think about. <laughs> Five points to you, Tom Tuck. Tom Tuck. Well, Congratulations. Tom Tuck. Tom oh, Tom no. Tuck. I call you Tom Tuck. <laughs> I'm going to call you Tom Tuck. Uh, the points. At the end of that round are as follows. All right, the UK's got 27. The US has 13. Now it is time for a round we like to call Hello from the Other Side. I'm not going to sing it as much as you might want me to. There is a trace amount of uncomfortable business to attend to here. Uh, you see, when we vet guests to be on the show, <laughs> of course, we also hire all the same private data hackers that Piers Morgan hired to go through all your old voicemails and uh, text from exes to find out what kind of emotional devastation you may have rained down on the people you claim to love. But in the spirit of rebirth and growth and evolution, we are going to give you the chance to come clean and move on. I'm going to play short clips from the voicemails. You're going to buzz in and tell me if this is your ex and give us your side of the story. Does that make sense? <laughs> Wait, what? Not really to me either. It'll it'll sort of start to come together in a second. <laughs> the looks of horror at this end as yeah. we were piecing together. What oh, was yeah. Going. Oh, it's oh, not oh, Sarah on this end. Sarah, they're, they're boring into me as well. <laughs> um, okay. So let's let's hear a first let's hear a first clip and 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 if it's your ex, just speak up and give your side of the story. Tell me how you feel, 
Mace. Yeah, all right. So who is that? Who, who, which one of you is feeling so high but too far away for Halsey to hold you? Hal- well, that was Halsey, by the way, who I'm told is a pop star. Uh, Tom Tuck. Well, I, I'm, my side of the story is I bought the Autotune program. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And from yeah. that point, our communication really broke down because I couldn't understand a word she said. <laughs> yeah, there was no emotion to it. Yeah. yeah. Any any real emotion was wrung out by a computer program. Thank you for being so honest about that. Thank you. Thanks to you. Let's hear another voicemail. All right, which one of you walked out on One Direction, and what were you wearing that got them all in such a tiz? <laughs> it was actually me. Um, here's the thing. I was actually wearing just a Harry Styles t-shirt, mm. and the rest of the band was like really hurt that I was just, I'm just a Harry head. I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't know if that's Did what you? his fans are called, but I call myself a Harry head. Okay. And they were like, you know, we're a unit. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's going to go solo, and he's going to leave you all behind. Mm-hmm. And I think I, history has proven me right on that one. So. Did oh. you melt it? Did you cinch it? Did you lampshade it? Of course I did. did you, a high yeah, boot? Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, that's very beautiful. And also very unfortunate for One Direction to see you leaving in that outfit. Points to you. Uh, all right. Let's hear one more. Well, there are probably one more after that as well. <laughs> We're going to do a few more. That's your two more at least? Yeah. It's a quiz. When you know I've troubles why do you call me? When you know well, I, I, sorry, Mace, to be fair, you can't answer the... Sarah. No one answers the phone. Why would you answer the phone? That, <laughs> I know, that's right? That's really creepy to answer the Hence phone. Hence why it's a voicemail. Yeah. yeah. I would literally rather die texting and driving than pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The only normal, thing worse right? than <sighs> someone calling you is when you're talking to someone on the phone and then they decide to FaceTime you in the middle of the conversation. That's, that's, so like, that is... that's what murder is doing. Really, the only person I ever FaceTime with is my mother because I'm trying to get her to like understand how to use her iPhone. Uh, but with her, uh, we call it nose time because it's, it's it's like one of these where the phone is right up to the face and she doesn't quite know that like the little tiny picture in the corner of her screen is all that I can see. So it is fully just a close up of an eye or a nose That's my... or a ceiling fan. <laughs> That's my dad, like, except it's all his forehead because yeah. he leans forward. Yes. And I'm like, what are you doing? I get a lot of that, too. Phones have gotten us away from having to be in the same room with somebody, yeah. and that's a great thing. So, like, why are we trying to go backwards to having to spend time with someone face-to-face? Why? Well, Sarah points to you for revealing that you were the weakness in joint arm trading. All right, one last one. If you didn't know that you were right for me, then there's nothing I can say. All right, well, which of you did not know that you were right for Carly Rae Jepsen and sent her on a path of self-exploration that led to uh, Party for One, the feel-good masturbation anthem of our time? (laughs) Who was it? Uh, I think it might have been me. Valerie? Yeah, you know, after I saw The Favorite and just, I was like, oh, that's what Cunnilingus is supposed to be like. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? She's after she here. wasn't doing it don't, right, so you had to cut don't it loose. Don't call me, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, get out of here. So, um, is well, that definitely a song about masturbation? I mean, have you heard it? No, I haven't, but I've got a playlist of songs that are definitely about masturbation. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. this goes right on it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, what, else, uh, what else would be on there? Um, we got our Sleeping uh, Light by Dr. Hook. Oh. That Lady Gaga song. You know the one I'm talking about? 
Jack, mean, every Jack song, off, as far as I'm concerned. Jack off every day? No. <laughs> no, it's the Jack one. Jack off where, monster? Uh, diddle, diddle time, USA. <laughs> diddle time. Turning Japanese. Turning Japanese. Turning Japanese. There. <laughs> um, there's the uh, semi sonic song. Secret smile. Um, get a grip. Oh, that's about vaginas. Sorry. Isn't get that, a grip. Isn't that Violet right. Femmes? Isn't Blister from the Sun supposed to be about masturbation? I think someone told me that. But mm. I, that might have been one of those things like a kid told me in college, and now yeah. I just believe it. Hey, Maybe. Mickey's about anal, right? It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what is the other one that I was say. just thinking of? Oh, I touch myself, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't catch that one. In that yeah. one. Yeah. that's real subtle. Very subtle. Uh, me party from the Muppets, which is a bit mm. odd. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are as follows: the UK has twenty-nine, the US has fifteen, and. We have all been talking about masturbating for a very long time. We're going to take a little break. It's Dancing in Circles, <laughs> by the way. Dancing in Circles. Yes. Dancing well, we'll come back. Circles. We won't talk about masturbation in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, we probably will. Hey, it's Jesse, the host of Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. I'm coming to Portland, Oregon. We're going to be doing a very special live episode of Bullseye, my NPR interview show. It's taking place Friday, February 15th at Revolution Hall. What are you going to see if you go to Portland, Oregon to see this show? You will see me live on stage talking with folks like Corin Tucker from Slater Kinney, director Lance Bangs, writer Bill Oakley, Simpsons legend. Uh, we will also have live music from Roseblood and live comedy from Katie Wen. It's going to be a blast and a half. It's also part of a big podcast festival called Listen Up Portland. Tons of other great podcasts are playing at it, too. Our pals, the Doughboys, among others. So, again, that's Friday, February 15th at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon, 7 p.m. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at listenupportland.com. And thanks. All right, hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final, final round. And I know both teams have tried super hard. I want you to know it's been as useless as a heated ice bucket because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. U.S., you're still in it. You're not going to win. Uh, this round is wow. a returning classic. It's a returning classic called Erotic Fan Yay. Fiction. Woo-wee. And we are primed and ready with all that jack-off talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, in this round, uh, we take the bubbling, latent sexual tension present in any panel game and lure it blinking into the light. I will give both our teams some beloved cultural content. I will ask them to change it into smutty fan fodder. This time, we will not be looking to the worlds of movies or TV shows, but to the world of advertising. Uh, talking about uh, Energizer bunnies. We want you to go at it like Energizer bunnies. Duracell bunnies, <laughs> if uh, you're in the UK. Team UK, because you're going to win, I'm going to have you go first. We're putting two minutes on the clock. You will be raunching up the McDonald's mascots. I'm talking any inhabitant of McDonald's land. Uh, Ronald, Grimace, Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese, Officer Big Mac, the little tiny chicken nugget characters that they tried to make happen in the mid-80s. I loved those. Uh, me Aren't too. they cute? Oh. Uh, anything else that you can remember or you feel like making up? Your time starts now. But, you know, you have to start with the assumption that clowns are erotic interestingly, right? Well, certainly. I mean, they always say that lipstick is there to imitate the vagina. So the, <laughs> so the, the size of Ronald McDonald's <laughs> oh red God. lipsticks just means a really large he, twat. He's packing heat. Uh, he's packing wow. a hamburger. <laughs> he's packing a Big Mac down there. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> and they oh, certainly. Yeah. And also, good shoes are meant to tell you how large someone's genitals are. So, 
Let's assume that the shoes. He's are, got a massive dong. He's got a massive it, dong and a massive he's, and a vagina he's, on his he's, face. He's got, all right, Ronald McDonald is hung. We got it. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I just keep thinking about inserting an apple pie. <laughs> They're very hot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not sexually hot. But, oh, um, right. Yeah. No, they I didn't. Will, um, they yeah. I mean, you could really scold yourself. Uh, Grimace. So, of course, the apple pie is represented by the unforgettable McDonaldland character. I mean, this is a, the one for America, apple pies, isn't it? The, uh, the apple. Elaine Pie. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, yeah, Mom's apple pie. Oh, this is really. What about Alison Hannigan? There's nothing sexy about this. <laughs> Alison Hannigan and her off um, CJ from The West Wing, whose name I can't remember. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, she's got an apple pie, um, and it's gone in the microwave. It's very hot, too hot to touch. And then Grimace comes in, and that's just a funny word. And he's purple and massive. Yeah. And well, Grimace... I mean, Gr- Grimace is, is named that because of what he does when people try and. Well, he's he's on the enter him. <laughs> he's on. He's on. And what? And what is that? A grimace. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he grimaces. Yeah, he's named. Yeah, after no, he, his he own does. He doesn't. He doesn't speak though, which is very yeah. helpful for you the like, neighbours. You know, like it's very embarrassing when someone sees your cum face. <laughs> That's what yeah. Grimace is. <laughs> yeah, when your cum face is just purple. your permanent face, purple and angry. <laughs> How does it all end? Uh, with a whopper from Burger King. <laughs> Shit, that's the wrong franchise. <laughs> no, that's fine. Sometimes with, you got to spice it up a little um, bit. With, with fries that are now more salty. Yeah, too much salt. Oh. Too brackish, the fries. If we have one complaint oh, wow. about American fries, it's they're too brackish. I was talking about... Team UK, <laughs> your absolutely assured victory is now in <laughs> Team US. <laughs> Welcome to International Boners. We International sex things boners. about McDonald's. I'm glad you can't see my boner on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Team US, it is your turn. I need you to write erotic fan fiction for George Clooney and his Nespresso machine. What? what oh, fix. I mean. <laughs> now, because we want you to tackle something British, feel free to include the Smash Martians, uh, robot Martians who found it hilarious that some humans <laughs> wasted time on real potatoes instead of using Amazing. instant mash. Please or the Tetley Yorkshiremen, uh, who are northern men who like tea and could broadly be characterized as kind. Uh, any other British people you want to oh, I mean, add coffee, to it? Your time. Gold blend. Our gold blend couple. Always, or you could also use the PG tips chimpanzees. Oh yeah. Okay. These are all things we definitely know about. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> you're conversant in all of these. Well, things. of course, the Yorkshiremen. Time starts now. Of course, the Yorkshiremen that you mentioned are very friendly, and it turns out they're huge voyeurs. They're just <laughs> they're so friendly that they just want to stand around and encourage just the most erotic things they can have. So I think that like what happens is like they come over to George Clooney's house and they're like, "Oh, we're Yorkshiremen," and they come in and then just like that. Yeah, they do exactly yep. like that, and yeah. then they uh, they they basically reenact the Yorkshireman sketch from Monty Python, and then nice. when everyone's flaccid then they start up again and then they get all Isn't worked everyone up again. flaccid when they're watching a monty python sketch absolutely no, they sure. are you, it's literally impossible to get hard yeah so then like once that that's just so everyone starts at a fair playing ground right, right? and then that, that way they know like that way the nespresso machine and clooney both know they're in it to win it when things get hot you know mm-hmm. so clooney mm-hmm. uh, i think first of all clooney just like loosens his tie a little bit right and oh, then yeah. like that's like when the hot like the water pours into the machine that's what i'm assuming happens oh sure point, it's a right? slow it's a slow play right yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we just like see like a slow motion like we just like he like pours a little bit over his head 
too, like like flash dance style, you know, and then like kind of like shakes his head a little bit, and that that water falls into this espresso machine. Oh yeah, he likes to taste his own flavor a little bit. So, yeah. uh, and as the temperature gets warmer on the yeah. espresso, the room temperature gets warmer. It's almost like hot yoga by the time you're done. Yeah, and the machine's like, is it hot in here, or is it just my coffee that I'm making? That's true. And everybody starts to get. You know what happens when you get sweaty? You get your skin gets a little brackish. Yeah, a little brackish, <laughs> and yeah. so. <laughs> and Tony's like being an American. I quite appreciate your brackishness. Oh, let me yeah. let me uh, sop up some orange of is the new brack. <laughs> orange is the new brack. So he's like being being an American. I quite enjoy brackishness. So he uh, let me sop up some of that salty flavor from you. Oh, and then he just like uh, he just like there's like a steaming. He actually like stirs a, a exquisite drawing of his own genitals in the foam of mm-hmm. the Nespresso. Oh, nice. And then, uh, like, sops, like, just, like, slowly tips it to his lips and just, like, just really goes to town on it for a right. while. Right. And then he asks, who wants cream? And the answer ah. is mm-hmm. everyone. 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 Yeah. Obviously <laughs> everyone. Including all time. the Yorkshiremen. <laughs> that is your time. Uh, I don't know if you saw my internal needle uh, start to go left <laughs> once you got into talk of sopping. <laughs> There was brackish on one side. There was sopping on the other. These are a lot of problematic <laughs> words in our final uh, round here. You know what? Dave's sex isn't supposed to be safe. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. Safe sex is supposed to be safe. But... I, yeah. But the rest of it, it's supposed to be, you know, yeah, I get it. Uh, I am mentally tallying the points. And you know what? The U.S. is the greatest country in the world. <laughs> yeah. For, for ever. Forever. Forever. That's right. And our prize is we're going to continue International Waters entirely in this studio. We'll still have international guests sometimes. We will uh, still be doing exactly what we've done before, just a little bit different. After 138 episodes, we have decided it is time to steer away from International Waters. So this is the final episode of this show as we know it, but not the final episode. Have no fear. I and will be We back. should point out, we'll still be on the same feed. You won't have to change your same feed. feed. It'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Same Riley. Same me. Same John Luke Roberts. Same John Luke Roberts. Same Christian Duenas. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the team that makes this happen, we are all staying. We're relaunching in the very near future with a new name, a little bit of a tweaked format, some more chances for you, the listener, to participate in the show. I am Ooh. very excited about that. I always love hearing from you. Uh, but as we say goodbye to International Waters, we want to thank Jesse Thorne, Jordan Morris, Colin Anderson, Asterius Kokonos, uh, Jennifer Marmer, Julian Burrell, John Purcell Shackleton, of course, today's guests, Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman, for all of their hard work mm. over the last six years making the show what it has been. You there with the headphones always. We're, uh, we're, we're so happy that you listen, like truly. And we are so excited about what we have got in store for you. We'll see you very soon when, uh, when we know exactly what that's going to be. In the meantime, please join our Facebook group. It's still International Waters. Follow us on Twitter. It's still IWPod. Audience participation is a really big part of the new format, and we really want to hear from you. Um, so before we finish, as always, uh, we want to uh, give all, all of our guests uh, a chance to plug something and then to offset the ego karma because this is momentous. Um, your all-time favorite thing. Usually it's something that's happening now that you want the world to know about. But you know what? Oh. This is a big day. All right. So it's going to be your all-time favorite thing. Uh, Ooh, Sarah Morgan? Oh, wow. I go first on the new fight. Yes, first you do. I'd like to say, I, know I would never have voted for Brexit if I'd known this was going to be the outcome. The international waters leave. I didn't vote for Brexit. That was a joke. Elections have consequences, um, Sarah Morgan. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted our country back. Turns out we've got it. <laughs> Um, I, well, yeah, I'll plug uh, a thing of mine. I do a podcast called The Fear, 
Um, I interview mm-hmm. um, funny people about what they're scared of. Um, uh, it's on a, a, a podcast network in the UK called Great Big Owl, and um, I've had lots of uh, excellent funny people on talking about their biggest fears and a judgment-free environment. I would highly check... Uh, I would, I would highly I would, check recommending I would, it out. I would highly check recommending it out. I'd also <laughs> highly recommend checking out the episode uh, featuring uh, Riley Silverman, who I did not know was going to be on this show when I wrote that down. Ah, Aww. And Sarah Morgan, your all-time favorite thing. Um, I'll tell you everything. Um, oh gosh, uh, laughing with my friends, and um, that would include this show. So I'm crying a Yay. bit now. God, we went sincere from the tits. Oh, yeah. You're crying from <laughs> it's not going yes, away, God, my... Sarah Morgan. It's just evolving. Evolving. I love evolving. I love regeneration. I love. I love new starts. Uh, but I generally laughing with my friends is my favorite thing in the world, uh, no question. And and this show has been a big thing that includes that. Thanks, everyone. And I love, I love laughing you. with you, Sarah Morgan. Tom Tuck. Um, do you know the band The Mountain Kings? <laughs> yes. Uh, I also love them. A couple of years ago, uh, uh, comedian Mark Watson, I don't know if he's ever been on the show. Has he been on the show? I don't know. He should have been he has. I should know, and I can't remember. Um, Sounds familiar. He, he, he did a thing called the Festival of Bad Ideas. Um, where every night for 11 nights they did a different bad idea and he rang me up and said, I bet you've got some bad ideas, Tom. And I said, yes. How about Tom Tuck sings the Mountain Goats um, for an hour and a half with a full band? Um, so we did that uh, and the second ever show of Tom Tuck sings the Mountain Goats is on the 8th of February at the Vault Festival uh, in London. Oh, I want to be there in the worst way. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to sing No Children. Tom doesn't know this, but I'll just be at the back singing No Children quite loudly. <laughs> but d- during all oh. of the other songs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't have a vocalist for this year, I am flying over. Uh, if you'll be here on February 8th, you can sing this year. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm going to get on that. I'm not even fucking around. Uh, and Tom Tuck, your favorite thing of all time? Uh, my favorite thing of all time, Rick Mail. Oh. Rick Mail. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, Especially, I don't know if Americans have, um, most Americans haven't seen Bottom. I have not. Um, I'm aware of it, but I haven't seen it. I'll bring you so, the DVD. So, so it's, it's the, uh, the, a lot of Americans who are into comedy have seen The Young Ones, and yes. they know the uh, the dynamic between Rick and Aid in that. That's sort of transported into, into their 40s. Yeah. Um, and uh, lots of violence, and it's probably the, the most underrated uh, British sitcom of all time. Great. I'm in. Thank you, Tom Tuck. Valerie Tossi. Oh, um, well, I have coming up, I'm going to be headlining uh, the Velveeta Room in Austin, Texas um, on February 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. So if you are in Texas, please come to that. Um, favorite thing of all time. I do love me some Gillian Anderson. Oh, I love her so much. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm a big old X-Files nerd, so like. And you played a kind of parody of her on I, on Stand Against Evil, right? I did, yeah. yeah. I got to play Agent Nesbitt, which was a uh, a parody of, of ah. Scully from the X-Files, and it was the most fun ever. She, she's it. here in, the, in this country right now yeah. doing uh, All About Eve. She's doing the. Yeah, I know. I saw. I got a notification when the tickets went on sale because I'm a psycho, and I, <laughs> I've never I've been. Sophie, you can crash on. That's fine. Account. Don't even. Uh, don't tempt me because I've actually. I have a passport. I've never been. I've been to Canada, Mexico, but I've never been off the continent, and I want to go so bad. Oh, oh come to our so terrible bad. country. No, it's fine. Not. We, you know, it's really <laughs> bad here at the moment. But but you, there's a sofa in Tottenham you can sleep on. So. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hear they've got some very racist schools there. <laughs> A sofa in Tottenham is yeah. like, I think that will be 
my next memoir. I I just really enjoyed that. That is, by the way, my favorite uh, pronunciation of anything that I've ever heard. Sulfur? Yeah, (laughs) Sulfur. Sulfur. I do love the British... Adding an R to A words. It's like, oh, a, like for a long time, I thought the villain in Doctor Who was spelled Darlek, like D A R L E K, because yeah. I, I had not seen it written. Yeah. I yeah. uh, don't love it when Boston people do it. Do love it when British people yeah. do it. Uh, Riley hey. Silverman, last but not least. I have a new podcast that is debuting, I think, on the 16th. It is a. Uh, actual play role-playing podcast. So yeah. people who are fans of The Adventure Zone, it is very much in that vein. It's like we're joking around, we're playing a role-playing game, but the game that we are playing is the official Doctor Who role-playing game. And Ooh. so the game is called The Game of Rassilon. The GM and a producer write, they wrote basically these Doctor Who episode plots and myself and two other players are playing our way through them. And I'm really excited about it. We've recorded wow. bouts, we've recorded like two arcs so far and like an interlude episode. So we have a few coming out. They're going to be out, I think, every other week, starting on uh, January 16th, and it is called The Game of Rassilon. Wow. And uh, uh, I can, I'll can spoil this here. I am playing the Doctor, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah. So it should be really cool. Spoilers. Spoil. Spoilers. Spoilers. Well, I mean, it's launching tomorrow, Spoilers, so I, I mean, when this when this launches, it launches. I think we'll have already announced that, but who knows. Do you, do you know Toby Haydoke? He's, do, he's done this podcast before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you'll let him know about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, and de- need I even ask what's your all-time favorite thing? Well, I yeah, I know you think I'm just going to say Doctor Who, but yes, I, I think do. it's more general sci-fi and fantasy okay. is my favorite thing because it's something that when I was like a young closeted trans kid in the like 80s and 90s, like my family was super into sports and stuff like that, I could escape into Star Trek and Star Wars. And so yeah. it really, I think, I think stoked a lot of my imagination now. And I think that when used properly... Uh, it, sci-fi can allow people to imagine better worlds or different worlds or solutions to the actual world's problems as it is. And so, yes, I love Doctor Who. I'm obsessed with it, but I write for lots of sci-fi websites about all sorts of things, and I just I really love the way that you can use fantasy and science fiction narratives to find metaphors and like and like find pathways for your life and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'm just in general, giant fan of that kind of stuff. All right, I love it. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter, at Dave Holmes. My all-time favorite thing is broadcast news. I just like yeah. that. Uh, Riley Silverman, Albert, Valerie Albert, Albert Tossi. Brooks Pardon? Big Albert Brooks fan. Love him. Uh, Sarah Morgan, Tom Tuck, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on something brand new and mysterious and exciting that involves you. So stick around. See you next time. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Riley Silverman. Goodbye. Valerie Tossi. See you later. Sarah Morgan. Ta-ta. And Tom Tuck. Good night. (laughs) Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton. And at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles, the script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duaneus and Laura Swisher. This has been so much fun. Buckle up for what is coming next. It is going to be a lot of fun. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.